Welcome back to another episode, everybody, of Life in the Fast Lane. It is your lovely CTO, Kyle Parks, here, and I'm sitting with Mr. Nick Carlson. How are we doing today? Good morning. You are fired up. No, not really. My brain, I have so, like, after a conversation at lunch today, my brain is inundated with just ideas. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just takes some time to wind down and then go, okay, this is good. This is good. That's stupid. This is good. This is good. It's auditing. Yeah. I, and I just said good morning. It's clearly not morning right now. No, it's middle of the afternoon but for it, us. Yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm so screwed up between my California trip, my Georgia trip. Um, I am just upside down and backwards at I the moment. I did forget you were in Georgia yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been crazy. I got some stuff squared away there, which is good. Um, our lunch was fantastic. I had me a margarita. Mine was, or today or yesterday? Today. Today. Yeah. Today was good. I had queso. You did. It was good. I, I didn't really. I don't know. I, today, you ever have those days where you wake up and you're just like, I'm just, it's not that you're not feeling good. You're just, you're not there. Nothing you're, sounds you're, you're good. You're there, but you're just not there. Yeah. So that's been one of those mornings today. Like I woke up and I'm like, I felt like I was starting to get sick, but then middle of the day came around and like washed my nose out, rinsed it after doing powder. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not too bad. Start, but also at the same time, I could use a good. Start snorting tequila. Okay. Okay. So, r reason I say that, I know. Oh, do you know it? I, I know it. Oh, okay. But will you tell them? I've been around you for how long? Tell them why I do that. It. it okay. So your shot at the alcohol kills off the germs. Yes. But <laughs> I'd rather snort scotch. But that might hurt a lot more. <laughs> that would hurt really bad. <laughs> Petey. No, no. For for real, I literally I'll snort tequila. It's not like a whole shot though. Like you no. have to let them know. Like it's a dip of a pinky. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get as much as I can liquid on my finger, and I snort it in my in my my sinuses to try to any kind of like bacteria that's not supposed to be there. I, I found that if I do that, and if I gargle tequila, um, specifically Cabo, um, I'll gargle it before I go to bed. I'll do it when I get up in the morning. Um, that it it just keeps keeps me from getting sick when i start seeing everybody around me start getting sick i just do it and well, it's, here's it your daily like, reminder well i'll do it today <laughs> since you feel like you might be off so i'll do it when i get home it's fine i told my dad that I, you did that and he was like what the fuck nobody and i'm like no, no 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 he doesn't do a shot of it no. i'm telling you like he just puts a dab on his finger and sniffs it yeah i just stick my finger in the end of the bottle yeah and i just flip it over and put it back it's like and, an acetone yeah <laughs> yeah that's all it is so yeah do that it might help you feel better we'll see it can't hurt. I mean, it'll hurt a little bit for a second. Yeah, tequila. Okay, tequila and vodka don't make me very happy. No, I, don't. I get very, I get very like I want to fight something. It might be that tree, or it might be like. <laughs> yeah, no, no alcohol does that to me. Yeah, None and it's it. not that like I'm super aggressive. It's just like in my head, the thoughts that are coming out, and then sometimes thoughts and the verbal come just it just follows. Mm. And sometimes it just you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. It's it's the inner fireball, no pun intended. Yeah, literally. It could be. Well, um, with that said, what are we getting into today? Oh, we're into a new month, baby. So, so February what? Fit, uh, that's a good question. He doesn't actually. Know. I have my calendar. Well, I've been marking on the calendar like when and making sure that I'm good so I don't double post. Oh. We're on the 5th. Okay. Coming yeah. up to close to... So this time, real time, I'm on a cruise, nice. suckers. Nice. And I'll be 38 years old. Yeah, I know. Did you... Oh, this was cool. Before we do this, I found this out the other day. Do you know what national holiday is on the 12th of not said month? No, what? Who? When? It is National Quitters Day. I'm not even joking. Look it up. Really? I Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. I, Clearly not. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I'm like, wait. That's why. 
I'm like, that's Nick's birthday. God damn it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like Howard Stern's birthday, Rush Limbaugh's birthday. I want to say it's like Hitler's birthday, I think, or I, something. I don't know you want to flaunt that one. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm flaunting it. I'm just saying facts are facts. Yeah. Sorry if they piss you off. I, oh, God. My sister Don't be so out. sensitive. <laughs> Jackie Chan is my uh, birthday twin. That's cool. And Keith Kelfis. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Jackie Keith, Chan's cool. Keith, Keith, nice guy. Not necessarily my entire cup. He's not the guy I go to for content and All right. pleasure. Yeah. I'm not even joking. No shit. That's not me. I know. I just thought of it and I was like, totally not relevant, but I'm so bringing it up. You know whose birthday's before mine on the 11th? Carol Shelby. There you go. Yeah. He's the 11th. Anyway. Chloe's is on the 12th of February. So we're ce- for the cruise, we're celebrating our anniversary, uh-huh. first year. Uh huh. Valentine's Day, because uh, it's on the 14th, uh-huh. and her birthday on the 12th. Knock it all out real quick. Yeah. Good. Knock it out. Get on with it. I'll be a happy boy when I come back. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you hope. All right. We're back. We're back. We're coming back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Before I get too far off the rails. So this episode, uh, this podcast of Life in the Fast Lane is going to be all about Cartmate. Cartmate, Cartmate, Cartmate. Cartmate Pro, Cartmate RS. And we're... I see it. Let's stick with Pro, and stick then we'll do, we'll do another one with RS. That way we kind of... Okay. Because they're the same, but there's a delineation between the two, and we can go over that really quick, too. Yeah, we'll probably go over it a little bit, I'm sure. There's some, There's a lot. So there's. we're going to go through the story yeah. of how it came to be, and then the um, the fine, what I said earlier before we press the record button is the f- financial repercussions yeah. of said owning this product and the I, stories we hear. I still don't know why that made me laugh. Because it, it, it sounds so, like, authoritative and, and bad in reality – a repercussion could be bad. it could be good or bad. Yeah, it's it just depends on what seed you sow, right? Inputs, exactly. outputs. It's just the way it goes. So, okay, let's get, let's let's talk about the Cartmate Pro. Cartmate Pro is an articulating turf cart that mounts to the front of any commercial mower, very easily with a two-inch hitch receiver. It dumps, it articulates over any kind of terrain. It will transport whatever and wherever you want. As long as it's say under five hundred pounds. Yeah, and I bought one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Like I had, I think Sam assembled it, and it was out at the show that we did, or mm-hmm. you did. Sorry, mm-hmm. way back when mm-hmm. was that? Was that twenty or was that nineteen? That was twenty. That was I released it in October of nineteen. I think I picked it up in twenty. Yeah, I I it right before COVID, probably. Yeah, yeah. So. Because Aiden was supposed to get the one that I had picked up. I know. We and were, then Sam was like, I'll just build him a new one. Yeah, we, we were like building them, assembling them, and shipping them like on real time. Yeah. Like they would they would get built, come out of powder, and immediately go into packaging and shipping before the next one was even ready to go. Yeah. And back then, so crazy. And you you don't know this story. I don't really think I've ever talked about it because it's not that significant, but it's kind of to me it's crazy. So <clears throat> I took the very first Cartmate Pro frame that I had made. I had TIG welded the whole thing together. It was like beautiful. I did yeah. like race car style because <laughs> I was enjoying myself. So you were watching your dimes. Yeah, it was it was all dimed out. It was beautiful. And the only person I ever picked up on it was Mitchell. Mitchell really? was, Mitchell was the only guy to pick up on it at the trade show. He's like dang dude you're like tick welded this whole thing together i'm like hey man thanks it looks good, <laughs> i'm glad he, you noticed it he, he goes yeah it looks good i'm like thanks man he's like you need to do that for the production ones i was like hell no yeah. <laughs> oh no that's not we gonna are happen zapping them together yeah and we do so we the way all that came to be was i so we built the 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 mulch mate and we started taking it to shows and we started selling them and i got this really annoying comment and I don't remember the guy's name. I could look it up in my phone, but he worked for Denison around here. Mm. 
And he walked by us at the Mance trade show, which is now just passed. It's in January in Baltimore. Yeah. And this dude, I don't know if his last name was Dennison. I don't know what his deal was. Old, grumpy dude. And he walks by, and he's like, we'll see if you're here next year. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, for real, dude. Fuck yeah. you. And so I have worn this very large chip on my shoulder to prove people that I wasn't just a one-trick pony and I was smarter than I looked. Yeah. I think that's kind of a funny statement. Um, <laughs> but we um, we got done with that show in the summer of, I think, 19 rolled around. And my whole team's like, dude, stay focused on Mulchmate, stay focused on Mulchmate. And I, un- I had started to understand with Mulchmate that it was just going to take some time for the market to adapt. The, the, the rate of adaption for Mulchmate has been far slower. We were talking about this at lunch. Yeah. Far slower than I expected. Now, looking back on it, I get it. The The type of people in this industry are very copy-paste individuals. They see somebody else do it, and then they just kind of copy it. And what we've noticed is that as more and more mulch mates have made it out in the field, more and more people are just copying their competition that already have one. Yeah, well, there's also the um, – there's a couple companies, and one of which a buddy of mine used – or a, a mutual friend of ours used to work for. And um, they're just very stuck in the if it's not broke, don't fix it realm. So if it's not something that isn't – you know, creating a deficiency to them mm-hmm. or that they can see the deficiency in, mm-hmm. they're not going to change it. So, so if what's... they had seen the, like, say you did a demo with this company. Mm-hmm. If you went down and showed them that it works and how well it works, mm-hmm. I can guarantee they'll probably buy five or six units. Now, the thing is, is how do you get in the door without seeming like kind of cocky with it, you know? Well, from the data that I have, I don't necessarily think I fully agree with you. Reason being, I did a demo with Jams in, in Crofton here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And is Jams or Jeans? Jams. J-A-M-S. I could have swore it's Jeans. No, uh-uh, Jams. Because I know that it's the uh, white trucks, and they got that, like... Red letters? Yeah, reddish, burgundy-ish kind of so, color. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So they're local to, to where I live, yeah. and I went there and did a demo with them, and they're like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. And I, the, 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 the owner is the guy in that particular company that's going to make the final decision to buy a piece of equipment like that. Yeah. Um, if it's a mower, there's other people... They just kind of go through them. So he he was the owner wasn't there. The the right hand guy, I can't remember his name. Shoot, really nice guy, older guy, lives right down the street from me, weighs at me like every day. Yeah. That he goes by. And um somehow or another, it got lost in translation between him and the owner of how great the mulch mate is and how much of money it'll save. And by the time the message got to him, it, it just the enthusiasm wasn't there. The understanding wasn't fully there, and it didn't happen. Yeah. This is the same thing for um, – oh, crap. What's a company down off of College Parkway and Arnold? Childs. Mm-hmm. Same thing. We show the machine. We ran material through it, and they just don't get it. Because the, the, the reality of it is is that it's it, it all comes back to if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? And yeah. that goes back to people will only make a move when they have pain right like people a lot of times won't start trying to lose weight until they're fat yeah right that's just kind of human nature here's the here's the the ramification that will come with that mindset you'll get passed you'll get smoked and the the newest latest greatest thing will come in and wipe you clean out so the best thing to do is to stay cutting edge and start using things like ai mulch mates um electric vehicles that that's all coming um and if you continually fight against progress, you you will get beat. It's just it's just been proven over and over. So 
when it came to the cart mate, I had this idea and I, I, I came up with the idea, but I was inspired by one of our very first customers. So he, he loved his mulch mate. He put it on an F650. He runs like 16 yards, 17 yards per load. Uh, he's down in Chesapeake, Virginia. And a uh, really, really nice guy. And uh, I actually just texted him the other day. I haven't talked to him in years. He's like, hey, man, what's up, old friend? I'm like, hey, what's up? So he was towing a double-axled um, poly um, tow-behind trailer behind his ATV. Yeah. And I'm like, kick ass. How's it working? He goes, it's great. But maneuvering it around really sucks. Getting it to the job site really sucks. And it falls over. I'm like, what do you mean falls over? Like, like you fall and he goes yeah you, you get on this crazy terrain that the atv can handle the trailer cannot it then flips over and then takes the atv with, uh, with it yeah you know and so i'm like it's the same thing with like um john deere tractors or husqvarna tractors nothing sure. saying nothing against the tractor it's no. just that th- that's how the, those carts are it's called physics yeah it's just you your center of gravity is above the wheels like that and the wheels are pretty thin typically and then it flips over and then just takes the tractor with it and they're not all that wide either so like if the cart was a little wider maybe that'll help well we'll get to that 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 is exactly why i designed cartmate pro the way i did a little yeah i mean college i don't even know if you realize you just did that did you no i did okay there you go i did that on purpose okay perfect so it's funny it was one of those as you talk it happened and you're like oh wow brain's working and the mouth (laughs) well wow you know what that is that's your heart Mm -hmm. so what i believe in is everybody when i talk I don't think. I just don't. Because it's all coming from my heart. I made a decision when I started this company that I was just going to talk from the heart, be honest with people, try to learn a better way to deliver the message, and they'll they'll pick up on it just organically through their subconscious mind. Yeah. And and I think, and I'd love to hear your opinion, I mean, it's pretty pretty simple yes or no, but I feel like that's resonated with our customer base in yeah. our in our in our industry, don't you think? I believe so, yeah. I think so. I think it's I think that when I speak, I think people see that it's LAL when I lost all my notes. I was like, well, fuck it. Here you go. This is the real Nick. So send it. <laughs> That's just who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to quit, but we're just going to make it happen. But what am I going to do? Ball up on a little ball and look like an idiot? The, yeah. the reason that it works because I'm not an idiot and I do pay attention and I do care and I do want to win and I do the things necessary to try to achieve said thing. So anyway, the Cartmate Pro, here's here's what happened. I heard about this cart on the back of the, the, the ATV and I said, at the same time I'm, I'm having this conversation right around the same time I have a conversation with Ed Wright Ed Wright tells me all about why his dad came up with the, the stand on mower he's like oh it's because you can you can see out front of it your body's built to stand it's not built to sit all these different things and so I picked up on the thing he said you can see the deck it's easier to see it because yeah. it's like right down in front of you I'm like okay makes sense I've used them for years I get it I'm bought into it the trailer you can't see it so I'm I'm kind of mixing the two worlds and i'm like okay hold hold the phone what if i could put the cart in front of the horse like that's so wrong in so many ways so i'm laying in bed on vacation in sarasota florida at my aunt's house (laughs) and i've got my two and a half year old daughter laying next to me in bed i just put her to sleep and i'm the kind of dad where i'll i'll lay there with her for hours sing to her i cuddle with maylin all the time all the time and and I lay down next to her, and she just, I mean, any any good dad, I believe, will give up his free time just to make sure his daughter or her, his son is comfortable. Yeah. And their, and their mind is right, and their heart right, and they, they can breathe a huge sigh of relief knowing they're safe. Whether it's emotionally or physically, they're safe. 
that's what I try to I try to deliver. I also push my kids hard to be smart, think on their own, that kind of thing. But I want them at night when they sleep to be like fully relaxed. Yeah. So I'm laying there in bed, and being as big as I am, I'm in a full size bed, and she likes to take up at least half of it, and I need at least three quarters of it. So I'm like laying on my side, and I'm, it's dark, and the window behind the bed, it's got like there's a street light out behind it. And she lives in a beautiful community. Um, it's not in the ghetto at all. Um, and and I'm th- I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, how do I keep a cart in front of a mower? And so I got to thinking, and I'm like, well, what if I put a spring, like a big truck spring that's like collapsed in front of the mower? And that will allow it to twist and go up and down. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. And then I thought about a big rubber chunk of rubber. And I'm like, no, that's not going to work. And then I just got to thinking about, well, what do I know that can go up, down, twist, and rotate all at the exact same time? And the only thing I know of is a a heim joint, which you can find on like um, the upper link of a of a rear end in a race car or like the trailing arms of, yeah. a, of a, a monster truck. So I, I pull one of those up on McMaster Car, which if you don't know what it is, just Google it. It's it's crazy. They have like everything in the world there, <laughs> and we buy way too much from them. And I'm laying there, I'm like, okay, hold on. What do you need from McMaster? Yeah, every day. Every day we put an order in with McMaster. So I'm thinking about this Heim joint, and I'm like, okay, that's doing what I want it to do, but I can't let it go left to right. Yeah. And I was like, what if I put this like spine and these like paddles – and I built this this what is now our, our knuckle for the Cartmate Pro, which is is got a utility patent on it now. Um, yay me! I'm very proud of that because um, I'm sitting in the same room as Einstein in Tesla. Like to me, that's what I think because yeah. I because I am, and it's freaking cool. Um, not that I'm bragging, but like that's the facts. It's black and it's white, and it's amazing. And I'm very very. It's why I work so hard because I I don't want to look like an idiot. So I developed this knuckle. I come back to the shop after like a day or two down in Sarasota, and I'm talking to one of our engineers about it, and he has no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> None. So I ended up building one out of cardboard. It took me about two hours to make, and we still have it today. And uh, I know you know all this, but I'm explaining it to everybody. And um, that was the birth of the Cartmate Pro. And I did all this without our president knowing or anybody else knowing except for Sam. So Sam our head of production has a CAD modeling certificate and he can do, you know, SOLIDWORKS and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So him and I would come in here. I didn't know he had that. Yeah, he, him and I would come in here at 6 o'clock in the morning for like two or three months straight. And him and I, without anybody else knowing, they were just like, why are they here early all the time? Eh, we're working on something, don't worry about it. We developed the Cartmate Pro and the Truckmate at the exact same time together. And behind everybody's back we did it and then we're able to put it together and take it to kentucky and release it and that's what everybody saw in some of those videos yeah so my point to all this is okay let's go over the cart main and what it truly is and why it's the best in the market number one it is a it is a cart just like you go to lowe's or home depot or walmart and there's a cart and you push it right mowers and i learned this from ed Wright, and that's why everybody else in the marketplace right now that's putting tubs on the mower is flat wrong Mowers do not like vertical down pressure. So if you put a tub on the front of a mower, all the weight is coming off the rear wheels, which means less traction, which means you're tearing up lawns. It's then putting all the weight on the front casters, which means they are going to dig in more. They are going to get more traction. And then when you go to try to jump curbs or whatever, you're snap off casters way faster. Yeah. Toro's dealing with it. I've seen Skaggs bend. So these other brands that are that are copying us, they're they're causing mowers to prematurely fail. 
Well, that and you're rutting yards much more than normal because mm-hmm. those front casters are digging deeper. Yep, absolutely. So, so and that and you also have the higher center center of gravity. I was getting, I was getting to that. That was really hard to get out. <laughs> higher center of gravity. No, it's correct. So you're taking two, three, four hundred pounds, and you're putting it instead of the cartmate. For me, I'm six three. It, the top of the cartmate, the highest point, is just above my knees. So if you look like a Jackson wheelbarrow, it's shorter than a Jackson wheelbarrow. Yeah. All this was purposely designed this way. And the reason I did it wasn't because I wanted it to fit under Mulchmate. It is, I took that into consideration, but my point to it all was the lower I make it, the less vertical height you have to lift something up to then get it into the tub. Yeah. You know, a you have more power when you're, for, when you're down low versus when you're up high, when you're going to pull. Correct. Well, think about you and I. You're five eight, six, five six, five foot short is what I say. <laughs> five foot short. Poor That's guy. my joke all every day. Nothing you can do about it. It sucks. Um, and then I'm six three. I'm going to be able to lift far higher than you ever will. Yeah. It's just physics. Again, it's black and white. So you have companies like Toro, and I'm not going to even give this other company a, a mention because they're they're dickwads. Um, they're just copying us. And how rude. Well, they're just they're just kids copying what I've done. And congrats, but. You don't have a company. You 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 put something together in a barn and you sell it. Cool, good good job. Let's yeah. see let's see where you are in five ten years. So, like take the Toro Mulch Force. The thing that they have on us is it can dump. I can make ours dump. It's just gonna make it more expensive and heavier. And everybody complains about the price as it is. Plus, it's also another thing to break. Which well, yes, yeah, it is kind of nice to have that autonomy, which is part mm-hmm. of the automating things here at Mulchmate, mm-hmm. but. If you get into that and you're going down the road, okay, well, then you have to plug in hydraulics or you have to plug in another sort of electrical system. All that costs money, like you said, but then it's also another thing that could fail. Yep. It, 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 so originally the cart mate, what it was going to be was going to be, imagine a tub on the front of a mower and then it was going to have a, a cross conveyor belt and a, and a chute and then you just press a button it was going to shoot out like a quarter of a yard of mulch. Yeah. That's what it was going to be. Somebody had already developed it. I tried to buy the patent off of them. They won't release it. Um, they still haven't released a product to this day. I estimate that thing costing about $7,000 MSRP, $7,500. Yeah. And then it just had all these components to it that were going to make it prone to failing. Well, that and the other thing, too, is, is like you you only have so much limited access when it comes to having that little bit of mulch. Is mm-hmm. $7,000 actually worth it to take what's in that little bucket to put on the ground versus taking a big-ass pitchfork and you're – I mean, I did it with a big pitchfork, and I unloaded a full cart made. It was a little high, but I still did it in six to eight scoops, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and they were, granted, they were honking, but, you know, it's not that bad. Right. So, so here, here's how all this worked out. It, I could have developed what Toro did, but I said, no, I want to keep it as inexpensive, robust, uh, as failure-proof as I could make it, and easy as I could make it. Well, that and also make it so that the mower doesn't have to have extra strain on it. Correct. So you're not blowing your mowers up. So let's just go one-to-one with the Mulch Force, right? Cartmate Pro, Mulch, mulch Force. Mulch Force is going to cost you bare minimum 3500 bucks. Yeah. And you have to have a multi-force. Yeah. No other mower. You mountain. can't have anything else. Can't have anything else. The Cartmate Pro can fit the multi-force and any other commercial mower on the, on the planet. Yeah, just cost. We have the hitches. Just period. It's just in a story. The second biggest one is what's uh, the? I'm sorry, we talked about the fitting of it. The mulch force is 3,500 bucks bare minimum plus the pumps and things. I I know it's 3,500 plus. Yeah. 
the Cartmate Pro is $19.99. So you're already two-thirds of the cost. And then you get the extended walls if you want a higher capacity. I was going there. Definitely going there. So the the mulch, the mulch force is a steel construction. Yeah. So when you're in there digging around with pitchforks and shovels and all that, you're banging it, you're scratching it, you're denting it, you are beating it up. Ours is a is a recycled plastic poly. It's a compression roto mold. Yeah. So it's super robust. I've smashed them with skid steers. The only time we've ever had one fail that I know of is in shipping when a forklift has penetrated the tub with a fork. It's the only time I've ever seen it. Yeah. So that just goes to show you how strong they are. That if you're putting a gorilla behind it with a wheelbarrow and you just, uh We tried to break it in that one video series and we had, we didn't break it. No? We, we I thought, what was, something had a puncture in it though. Or was, oh no, it was the RS. It was the RS. RS had a smaller tie. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, R, the, the RS is a, is a whole nother deal. We'll get into that. Maybe we scratched this podcast, it up a little bit. But. We did. We did. We tried to. Yeah. Um, we're not sure if we're going to get into the RS in this podcast, but we'll we'll definitely get into it in another one. But here's the thing with the Cartmate Pro is it starts off at 10 cubic feet. The... Mulch Force is like 10.6. Yeah. It has a little door, and if you go on their website, on Tor's website, it says for conveying filling systems, which means mulch mate, okay? That door is another failure point. It's another place to hook your pitchfork, your shovel, so you can't smoothly get to it. Well, then it's also so much higher. It's like, if yeah. I were to try to shovel something mm-hmm. in there, I would more than likely after need shovel maybe surgery. 15 minutes of doing that I w- i'm gonna hit the shovel on it. well that and you're gonna need shoulder surgery after a year or two using yeah. that thing really for real it's so high so okay we're gonna get into that so that the tub is probably two foot higher yeah it's way up there is it it's w- it dude it's it's probably oh i'm thinking of with the door down in the front because the door the allows doors, yeah. it, it that's part of their access for it's it. bs it's just a it's a patch on something stupid um and we didn't get into, so, so the cart mate, instead of it sitting doing vertical down pressure, you're basically pushing it like that cart I was talking about at Lowe's or Home Depot or Walmart or whatever. Yeah. Think about this. How easy is it to push a cart around? With like 100 pounds in it versus if you had it on you. Sure. Now, imagine putting 500 pounds in that cart, that vertical down pressure, how much worse does that get? You, it's Moderate. It's, it's, it's pretty miserable when you put that much weight like on a mulch force you're not only so think of it like a seesaw yeah right so you put all that weight on the front casters they're gonna be digging in like crazy and then you're just gonna take and seesaw the weight off of the rear tires and then you're not gonna have any grip so you're you're double whammying the problem when you go to a cartmate pro what it's doing is it's bridging out the gap it's my sales team calls it a chassis extension pretty much it is it's it's a bridge of sorts so all you're doing instead of carrying the weight on the mower all you're doing is pushing it because the, the here's what happens. The power you're using to control the blades, well, in this circumstance, you're not cutting grass. So the power consumption from the blades that you're not using, you're just putting towards pushing that cart. It's just a power machine is all it is. Yeah. It's, it's got a power plant, and you use it for different things. So that's why it works. Now, putting a Cartmate Pro on like a standard B is nowhere near as good as it putting it on like a right ZK. Yeah. It's it's just not. Like, I can or, I can attest to that. Yeah, it's just it's just not. It's like okay, go tow my race car trailer with an F one hundred and fifty versus your truck. It, your truck's going to tow it far better. Yeah, they both can do it. It's just one you can't load that trailer fully like we do going to Kentucky, <laughs> right? With ten thousand, fifteen thousand pounds worth of shit. Whereas with an F one hundred and fifty, it would never do it. It just it it, it may do it, but it's going to scream and complain the entire way. Yeah. So okay, you had mentioned the capacity. This is another thing that that no one can touch us with. 
the capa- the the true capacity limitations of a cartmate isn't the cartmate it's the mower if you want to know the truth the the capacity the 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 lightest weakest chain of, of you know of the chain the weakest link is the tires the tires have a rating of 495 pounds per tire so call 500 pounds that unit should be able to hold a thousand pounds all day long i've seen guys run thousand twelve hundred pounds when they hook it to a um ventrac yeah when you run a ventrac like 4500 series it can it can push a cartmate pro around with thousand pounds on it all day long. yeah it's like running with a tractor it, it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes right the cartmate can handle that that we don't advertise that because you give somebody an inch they take a mile so that is for something like say you put sod in there again would you put sod on a mulch force i wouldn't it's too damn high now if you want more capacity you can't get that in the mulch force this other ding dong out in ohio yeah they've got the ability to extend the walls up they don't advertise that because it'd be above your head yeah it literally would be too like so high you couldn't even see over it so with ours you can put our pro walls takes it up to 22 cubic foot or our mega walls takes it up to 30 cubic foot that now allows you to move nearly a yard of mulch or just over a yard of mulch with the mega walls and you could do mulch you could do grass clippings you can do leaves you can do brick you can do gravel you can do dirt you could do firewood firewood sure whatever whatever you want it's a lot of people call it the mulch mate cart and it's like no it's called a cart mate ding ding Mm -hmm. like pay attention the reason your business sucks is because you can't even get that right that annoys me like not setting up your voicemail box calling things that they're not like honestly calling it a weed whip that that one bothers me bro it's you know a, they call it in australia hmm. a whippersnipper i'm not even joking i understand slang for th- certain things but when you're in business you're in business you're not running slang you're trying to make money you're trying to provide a life for someone. I'm trying to build a company that pays people money like yourself so you can go live your awesome little life so I can go live my awesome little life. Yeah. Like, it's just the same. What we were talking about at lunch, building a wall. The wall is constructed of all the people in the, in the team, and we just try to make it as unbreakable as possible. Correct? Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. So getting back to the Cartmate Pro, <clears throat> the other big thing about it is, is it's the most stable cart on the planet. The legs, I can't remember the exact dimension, but the the design behind it was the wheels and tires are the same width as the rear tires on, like, say, a 60-inch mower. Yeah. Not the width of the deck, the width of the rear wheels. So it doesn't mess up your stripes. They also have, the Cartmate Pro also has the same exact tire size as a right ZK on the front casters. I think it's like 13.5 by 6.5 by like nine or I can't remember the by six or something. I can't remember the exact tire um, dimensions. They're huge. And we also spec them. So the pneumatic, they're, they're filled with air. The the um, the rubber, we spec it with a thicker rubber compound so that if they go flat, they can actually be flat and still perform. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say do that all the time, but it was what how that came to be was Ed Wright was like, you know what you need? You need to have a spare tire on the back of this thing. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, First off, Ed, I see your point, but I don't think that's the right way to execute the solution to that problem. Would there be a way to do it as a uh, what are those? The um, run, not run flats, but the the, uh, the solid fill. Yeah. So the solid fill. The reason we didn't do that was for weight purposes. Mm. I didn't want the extra weight on the front because. So what's it, the difference in weight between the solid versus? I think it's like three times. Is it? Yeah. It's it was it was substantial, and I was already pushing. So the Cartmate Pro weighs 150 pounds. Yeah. 
that was going to put us closer to like 188 or something. I can't remember the exact number. It's been too long now. But it was the weight was getting up there. And the reason the weight is a concern is shipping. Number one, shipping it to places. Yeah. Two, the the one of the one of the coolest features I think it has. Um, not not an unknown feature. There's an unknown feature of Cartmate Pro um, that we'll get to in a second. But it is the um, transportation mode. So yes. the whole thing can flip straight up. You lift the, the nose of it, and it goes right up into place. It has this like little dorsal fin that falls in place. You put in a hitch pin, and the thing won't take up any extra room on your trailer. Yeah. And with that in place, typically it stays right under that like six foot number. So like if you want to put it in a box trailer, it'll fit. Yeah. And that's and it's adjustable up and down with our hitch. It system. doesn't fit short trailers though. So mine's a six. I think it's like six even. It so should. the door well the door lip sticks oh. down like three four inches. Okay. For when the door folds up, so that does play let's, a little bit of an fi- issue. Let's find fine tune that one because the way you get around that is if you put a hitch in the front of your mower, our hitch mate, you just drop the hitch down a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah, will that give the the cart mate a little bit of what I would call ass rake? So the the tail end of the the cart mate pro will be down a little bit. Yeah. That's fine. I actually prefer it to be down because if it hits something, it just pops up, like a curb or whatever. Um, and when you do that, when you flip it up, it just lowers the nose. Yeah. So we might be able to figure that out. If if not, just drive it into the trailer and then flip it up in the trailer. I don't know. I think I tried that, but I don't remember. We'll have to bring my trailer over let's, and we'll, we'll play with let's, it. Let's play with it because I think there's definitely a way. If not, just take it off. And this secret um, secret feature of Cartmate Pro would come into play. So the legs this isn't a huge secret but the legs actually fold in you yeah. pull, pull a t-pin legs fold in uh all manual they've got all their own bushings it's really smooth really nice all automatic they snap into place and the reason that 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 feature exists is to allow you to put this thing on like a 36 inch mower and get through a 36 inch gate because it's only 34 inches wide yeah now don't load it all the way up i have done that before on a 36 and the 36 doesn't want to turn very well no it's so it's you do have to plan enough. your turns on a level ground a little bit more but it is yep. doable it is doable the, like i said a 36 inch mower is like an f-150 yeah it's gonna need that's what the cart made like are. A colorado or something yeah yeah it is um the uh the cartmate rs is like a 36 inch mower's dream yeah that's why that exists so we'll get to that in a little bit but the uh, the legs fold in, and when you disconnect the Cartmate Pro from a mower, by the way, it only goes in with like a hitch pin. Oops. So it just sli- it's like three seconds and it's off, right? So you take it off, and you actually can stand it up on its nose, and it will sit 90 degrees to the floor. Oh, storage mode. In storage mode, right? So one in the shop just, or no, they moved it. It's probably in the trailer. Probably. It's probably in the trailer. So you just, just stand it up, put it up against the wall. You can strap it to the wall in your trailer. Yeah. Very, very simple. And when you when it's in that scenario, shoot, what is it? Five foot tall? It's a little shorter than I am. Yeah, so it's it's a little shorter than you. Five three, something like that. I don't know the exact number. Um, point is, is that we've thought of everything to make sure it can it can get to where you need it to go. It's easy to operate, it's easy to store, it's easy to transport, um, all that kind of good stuff. I'm not sure if I mentioned this either. The, the unit actually dumps manually. Yes. Right? So the reason we didn't add the power actuators, one, the way all that would work, I feel it, it the, the problem would be it'd be too slow. Now, let me just dive into this. For anybody that's listening to this, and you really want to know why I didn't do it, and the, why, the reason why I refuse to do it is because most people don't realize what 
it takes to actually perform that duty. You're now going to have an actuator. You're going to have the bracketry to mount it to the said Cartmate Pro. In order for you to have a high enough strength actuator to pull it, because I would use electric, even if you did hydraulic, then you have electric over hydraulic pump, then you have hoses, then you have oils, then you have the the ram and all that. That That's not going to happen. Yeah. The electric you're dragging on your jacket. Am I? Yeah, I my can bad. hear it. Sorry. No, you're, the mic is on your jacket. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, can you hear me good here? Oh, no. What I need to do is I need to do this. I need yeah, to get just flip it out. Hey. So, <laughs> how's that, baby? You like the sound of my voice? I think I need to leave. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I need a moment with myself. <laughs> now I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> so, when, um, when you put this actuator on, it's going to have to be electric. It's going to need the bracketry to mount it to the cartmate frame. You then need an actuator that's so expensive it because it's going to be custom and you need a lot of strength to lift up that tub, then you start losing speed. Mm-hmm. And when you lose speed, people get all ticked off and they don't realize when you need speed, you lose strength. Yeah, because you're not, it's not like it's going to instantly dump it. Can I make a comparison here really quickly and easily? The fastest guy in the world Yeah, that runs, right? Is he going to be able to go up against, um, What's a, a wrestler? Yeah. The Rock. Do you think The Rock is the fastest running person in the world? No. Absolutely not. He's not trained to do that. So when you have an actuator that runs really strong, it's not going to be the fastest. That's just physics. Okay? So that's just that. Now you have to understand something. Now you have to run wiring through the cartmate. And it's got to work no matter what direction that thing articulates or if it's up or it's down and then you have to have a power station on the front of the mower because it has to disconnect cleanly and easily to then pull the cart mate off and then you have to then run a wiring harness through your mower you have to run a control panel with rocker switches and on and off switch lighting that has to be put onto your your driving stations yes and then then you have to run power to all so then you have to go down to the battery then there's fuses it is not as easy as like click click boom yeah that's a song yeah What's uh, nice s- saliva? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my era. Um, so that's why the, the actuator is is not a great idea, and why we will not do it because it would cost minimum twenty five hundred dollars to sell retail. You you'd be triple the speed just by hopping off the mower, flipping it, and then going yeah, back. It's, it's so simple. It's so simple. So everybody complains that oh, it's gonna be too heavy. Have you ever? We, had, had me stand in it and, had, and dumped me out of it. I have, and I've done it. I did it to Sam and Gavin standing in it. Right. So you can have 500 pounds in it, and you one-handedly can lift it up and dump it. Yeah. It. It's because we are smart. We knew that that was going to be an issue. And so the way we positioned the uh, pivot point, it's not all the way at the nose of the cartmate. Well, think about um, dump trailers. Mm-hmm. What's the strongest dump trailer when it comes to the um, the piston? The scissor style? It's telescoping up oh, it's in telescoping. the front. Is that the strongest? Yeah, because oh, it's know. able. the pivot points in the back, all the pressure's in the front, so it's able to pick it up much easier. You're right. You're right. Yep, it's, yep, yep. It's leverage. Yeah, it's just leverage. It's just, just simple inputs-outputs. Right? Yeah, so. it's That's that's easy to understand. See, look at me. I'm smart. There you go. Yeah, I never said you were stupid. That's only for sure. That's why Fridays, if you were dumb, though. you wouldn't be here. What, <laughs> what happened? I said only on Fridays. Only on Fridays. Only days and ended wise when I'm stupid. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, so... That is that is why we designed it the way we designed it. It is, it is actually incredibly easy. You can throw 500 pounds into it, dump it with one hand, slam that SOB back down, jump back on the mower, and go. 
It, yeah. It's seconds. If you're so lazy that you can't even get off the mower to just do this really quick, you're you, what you don't understand is that if you run a mulch force on a multi force, which keep in mind, I'm proud that they did that because they copied us. Yeah. They they flat out came out a year or two after us. You're like, not doing something good unless people are trying to copy you. Exactly. So what's the reality of it all? The Cartmate Pro because it's not on a mower, you can actually get that thing up into a bed and like straddle plants and, you know, maneuver your way into a bed and you can dump it. Oh, I go over plants. We're not over, but like it'll go around plants or mm-hmm. it, it has enough clearance where I can go over them and have no issue. Exactly. With the, with the mulch force, if you're going to get the thing into a bed, you have to drive the entire mower into the bed. Yeah. And if you're willing to drive the entire mower into the bed, well, you could drive a Cartmate Pro in the whole bed, save yourself $1,500, carry more materials, store it more easily, um, have a more robust system. And we didn't even talk about the chassis. Yeah. The chassis is two inch, eighth inch wall race car chassis tubing. It is stout. It is stout, stout. I mean, we, we manufactured all here in house. And if you look at it, it looks just like a, a race car chassis because my background's in racing. And I thought it would work and look cool. And it did. I will say, you get a workout trying to move those things, though. Oh, yeah. They're big. They're heavy. They're, so it's so. Those the legs are like they're not heavy, but like they're you try just picking them up after a while, you're like, wow, like I got my curls in for today. Yeah, for sure. And okay, so that's a great segue into the Cartmate Pro. The original name for it was going to be the um, Cartmate Commercial, and RS was going to be Cartmate Residential. Yeah, and I ultimately changed it because there's no reason why an RS can't be used in a commercial setting. RS sounds. It's it, it was a racing thing. Yeah, it's like the Camaro RS and. I know and, I I picked up on that, but also at the same time it was like RS residential. Like it just kind of it, it kind of flowed perfectly. Yes. So yeah, so that's why I I played with the names a little. Um, so with the Cartmate Pro, it was it was supposed to be and and it is, the, the unbreakable tank that it truly is today nobody's ever called me and ordered anything other than a tire because they punctured it with something. I got to get Sean a tire or have him come down and buy one. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, that's but the, that was his dumb fault because he had a ratchet strap around it for some... He was trying to move something and had a ratchet strap and we cut the ratchet strap and the tire was there and went... Pfft. Yeah, that's a tire. I, yeah. I can't do it. You can go out right now today, go buy a brand new set of tires for your truck, drive, drive home, have a nail in it and ruin the tire. Been there. Been there. We've all been there, I think. I think the first week I had the dump truck, I got a nail in the tire. Yeah. That's just way life. It's Murphy's Law, dude. Yeah. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. It shall. So, we've never sold legs. Uh, I've had to send out some replacement tubs because they got messed up in shipping. In the early days, the knuckle, I had a few people bend a few knuckles because they were way overloaded. They knew they were way overloaded, and they just bought a new knuckle because they were like, look. Was that I, the guy that did it, like, with sod or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and they, like, they like were spinning it really fast on a big mower, and then they caught a curb with the wheel. So it was, like, this multiple compound effect that got them. It was a hey, dummy moment. Yeah. But, of course, every scenario that comes up, I pay very close attention to, and I take – the, all the haters online, I take them into consideration. All my customers into consideration. All the feedback that we get at trade shows, anything we get feedback on here, all, all the stuff, I listen to all of it and I go, okay, what needs our attention? And so the only thing on the Cartmate that we ever really changed was the Heim joint. So okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you some vulnerable information here that will make me look a little dumb, 
but then you'll see how we recovered from it. So when we first, actually, I'm very smart, and I'll get to you why, and then I just got cheap is what it is. The Heim joint. The Heim joint that we specced on the original Cartmate Pro that got released in Kentucky was a three-quarter inch uh, Heim joint with a five-eighths inch bolt that went through it. After we got back, everybody was like, ooh, and all over, orders were pouring in. I'm like, okay, we got something here. This is great. How do I make it less expensive so we can make some good money on it? And so I was taking bits and pieces and components out of it and trying to make it optimized is all I was doing. Because there used to be like two little support braces that were right around the um Yeah, boomerangs. Legs. Yeah. They were like boomerangs. They were very difficult to bend right. <laughs> if they were off at all, then there was... There was bolts that those welded into, or I'm sorry, nuts that those welded into. Those nuts are expensive. They're hard to put in place. They, You have to orientate them correctly. So just the process of welding it all together was very cumbersome. And you had to really pay attention. If the threads got any like welding splatter in it, they were destroyed. Then you had to plug them in, in powder coating. You had to plug them in. It's just all this stuff, right? And like even when you plug them sometimes, there's still, still a in. little bit get in so then you have to ream it out yeah you have to chase it with a tap or something and so i looked at all that and i started pulling things out of it trying to make it more simple and uh, one of the things i did was i went from a three-quarter inch heim joint to a half inch heim joint now i don't know no i do know it wasn't big enough all of my race cars typically were half inch heim joints and i thought well if it's good enough for race car it's good enough for this wrong oh so we ended up buying we had a choice to go american or chinese on this heim joint i went chinese because it was like half the price we start shipping them and they don't they never broke that i know of out in the field working you know where they broke uh storage mode uh storage mode going down the highway at like 80 mile an hour the head wound wind and when you'd ever get that like a breeze at 80 then turns it into like 120 yeah especially like out in the plains yeah and then a bump so you have all these forces in there, and it would break those himes off. And so here's how this went. We we were like, okay, recover, let's fix this. So we upgraded to a, a Chrome Molly American version that was half inch. And then I saw some of those bend, and I said, let's go to 5 eighths. And I saw one or two bend, and I'm like, no, I don't want this conversation to ever bite me ever again. So we went right back to the three-quarter inch, right before I freaking started, <laughs> And that's where we are today. Um, so that was like the only kind of oops that we had with that. And then the knuckle, when I saw, I may have seen four or five Ben when guys were like flat out overloading it. Yeah. Um, and they knew it and they weren't complaining. They're like, how do I fix it? I put a C-clamp on it. You can, you know, basically clamp it back together. But once metal fatigues, it gives up a little bit easier and easier, yeah. easier each time it happens. Um, but there's these like side supports on the knuckle and they're kind of shaped like this. And instead, it was, when I say shape like this, it means like a V. Um, they're just meant to help them help the knuckle from from spreading. Yeah. Right. So we made those wider, um, and then the holes that we cut into it to reduce weight, we reduced the size of those holes just to give it some more meat in there. Now it did make the knuckle overall like a pound heavier, but like I don't care about a pound in, yeah. in that scenario. In other scenarios, I very much care about grams and pounds and all that kind of jazz. So the uh, the knuckles are a little different today and then that that heim joint went from three quarter down to half inch up to five eighths back up to three quarter that was the only thing so outside of that there's no maintenance on it there's no grease points well there's 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 grease points on the wheels so that's another conversation so when i spec these wheels and tires we don't make them yeah 
I was able to get a thicker rubber compound, which helps with penetration, helps with if they go flat, it, it will continually run. I was trying to save people. I didn't go run flat or twills. Twills are too expensive. They didn't even have the size I wanted at the time, at least. Um, and then the the bearings. So they're, they're a tapered bearing. And I had decided that if I wanted to go with a maintenance-free, like a bushing style, which would have lasted fine, it it was going to be like a custom run thing. And I was going to have to commit to like 10,000 wheels. And number one, at the time, I didn't have the money. Yeah. Number two, I didn't have the, the space here to keep them. I don't them. think we have the space still. We, yeah, we don't have the space still. Um, and at the end of the day, the juice really wasn't worth the squeeze because when you use a cart mate, it's not like a mower where it's out there and it's running mile after mile after mile after mile. Yeah. It's not doing that. You're doing it for most jobs for at least two months. Yeah, two, three, four months. Um, and then you have all those like construction jobs you do, moving plants around, all that kind of stuff. It ends up being... It is so great for plants. I will say that. Yeah, it's it's definitely great for plants and firewood. I've, I've done fence work with it. Um, grass clippings is freaking fantastic. Yeah. Um, leaves, uh, cutting down ornamental grasses, um, trimming up liriope, trimming up hedges, um, low voltage lighting. Throw low voltage lighting and drive across the yard, plop them in the ground. Yeah, like versus having to take multiple trips. Yeah, or if like you feel like a pothole in your yard like I do, you just throw some dirt in it, drive over, fill it up. It's makes life easy yeah right? versus carrying a bag yeah it's just or bag materials throw the bags in there and get get going right see that's the thing though is like comparing it to the things that you can do with it versus do okay me walking from one side of your yard to the other with a wheelbarrow sucks it's 300 feet from one corner to another at minimum mm-hmm. versus taking the cart mate and just getting on the mower and running it like tell them how the cart mate came about so my dad and i, I was talking to my dad about it and he's like Dude, so he's the CFO here currently and the president. Um, we're actually looking to to replace him with somebody with even more experience, which it's not his fault. Um, we're just growing at a crazy rate, and we need to make sure we stay ahead of this bad boy. Um, it's just all part of business. But We need the next step. We need somebody that knows far more than us. Yeah. That's what we need. So we're that's what we're working on this year. Um, but uh, we <laughs> he's like, stay focused on Mulchmate, stay focused on Mulchmate. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. So in the background, behind his back, he didn't know, but I built one. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead there. I I was telling him about it, and he's like, stay focused, stay focused, stay focused. We go to mulch his property again with the Mulchmate, and so he grabs a wheelbarrow, takes off across the yard. That the, the, the direction he took was from the driveway to the furthest corner of yeah, our property. Yeah, the furthest first and work So it's back. like, that's like at least 500 feet. Yeah. At least. <clears throat> so he goes, and I'm doing something, and then I, I think I was messing with my daughter and, you know, needing, getting her something, whatever it was. And then I fill up the wheelbarrow with a mulch mate, which is freaking fantastic. And I turn around, I walk across the yard. Well, by that time, he had dumped it, spread it, and was on his way back. And we had crossed paths about halfway. And he looks at me and he goes, you build that damn cart mate right freaking now. Because he's like, this sucks. And I'm like, yeah, I, I tried to explain to you that when I learned that a wheelbarrow sucks was when we were doing all the mulch mate testing. Yeah. See, before that, I just was like every other landscaper. This is how we do it. This is just the pain that I have to endure, and you you get used to it. It's, it's your normal. Yeah, you work through it. You work through it. You just kind of adjust your brain. Once I started developing mulch mate, and we started, you know, we fixed the the very dumb job of shoveling mulch, shoveling mulch from a truck into a wheelbarrow is a mindless, stupid person's game. You're an idiot if you're yeah. still shoveling mulch out of a truck. No offense. If you're listening to this and you're still shoveling, you're wasting time. 
You're literally wasting your youth or whatever life you have left in you. You're wasting it. You're stupid. You, there's an easier way. It costs you like $500 a month, roughly, and you can just press a button and it'll fill it for you. Yeah. So when I was doing all the testing with Mulchmate, I started noticing, I'm like, hold on a second. I hate emptying the mulch into this wheelbarrow and then walking it over to that pile and dumping it and then walking it back. This sucks. Yeah, how can I... Here's a problem. How do I fix it? Yeah, the sucky part changed from getting mulch out of the truck to then moving the wheelbarrow. And I'm like, okay, I got to fix this one day. And so I had thought about it for a couple of years and that's how all this kind of came to be. So the, the, the big overarching thing here, dollars and cents for you guys, is it's crazy to hear, but I have the data. You don't. I have it. Data is always nice. The data is the data, right? So I'm offering you guys free data, which is shouldn't be free, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. The Cartmate Pro attached to a decent mower. I'm just going to say a Toro grandstand. And I have nothing against Toro. Yeah. Zero. Oh, I had one. I love it. I ran nothing but Toros in my in my company. So this is not a Toro bus game with the whole Mulch Force thing. Yeah, we just use Wright because Wright is... Well, they're right down the local, street. Yeah, it's a local... Um, company but we're also you're also close with ed i'm close with ed i ed love is, my right so. i think they're great tractors my toros were great other than the stupid stator and the motor which they don't make it's not toro's fault um either way the uh the, the cartmate pro it when we talk about data and money it flat out performs almost exactly like the mulchmate when it comes down to profits money money savings uh liability reduction efforts employees going oh I don't have to push a wheelbarrow again? Cool. Sweet. And you mean people I know that have owned, bought Cartmates when they really didn't believe in them, and then after they got them, they're like, dude, I haven't touched a wheelbarrow since. What also keeps you feeling like you're standing more upright versus having the weight of the wheelbarrow dragging you down? Because mm-hmm. like, if you're walking around with a wheelbarrow all day, you, f- you feel it everywhere versus running yeah. with the, um, the Cartmate. It, granted, you're still having to bend over to sometimes get that little bit out or if you're um pitchforking it out but it's not all that weight on your feet going from one place to another yes okay so i'm going to add a little asterisk to this conversation if you're in a very mountainous area like the mountains of north carolina utah somewhere with a bunch of hills like not hills i'm talking about like mountains yeah the cartmate pro on anything smaller than like a right zk is probably not going to be fun or ideal for you yeah Cartmate Pro weighs 151 pounds. Is exactly what it weighs. Now, with that said, the RS weighs 55 pounds. If you're in those mountainous trainish areas, I don't care if you want more um, volume. The RS will work for you. Yes, it carries seven cubic feet, not ten cubic feet. Boohoo! You just make one or two extra runs. Yeah. You know, throughout however many yards you're doing, not that big a deal. So. With that said, you guys that are listening that are in the mountains of Italy or whatever, if you're looking for, you know, something that works in the mountains, the RS is more nimble, it's smaller, it's lighter, and actually when the wheel, when it turns, it actually kind of leans and it kind of digs in and kind of steers the mower for you. Yeah. The Cartmate Pro doesn't do that just because of the way it's designed. Um, so the RS, you would think, oh, this one, we- it only has one wheel, it's doesn't carry as much material, it's not as robust, it's, you know, Nick calls used to call it the residential. It is... It is still like it's my go-to, to be honest with you, because at my house I'm not doing like commercial landscaping. Yeah, I'm like moving firewood once in a while or just dumb little things. It's easier. 
if you're do if you're a commercial badass and you're doing commercial mulching landscaping you know you're you know when you're a true contractor yeah that's when the cartmate pro comes into play now let's talk about some of the naysayer things i've heard and and i'd love for you to think about it while while i'm saying this yeah so the naysayers are um let me see here i just had it i just lost it um you know they're like that's dumb i'll just use a wheelbarrow uh oh the other one is the the mowers you know i don't have extra mowers for that yada 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 okay so i got you i hear you there's some solutions stop naysaying find a solution to a problem so if you really want to run your business better you'll make changes in order to run a business better there's just changes involved i don't care what you're doing software logo um maybe the location of your business a lot all those things have to change sometimes to make it better yeah am i wrong no i agree okay so there you go not bust anybody up maybe it's not self-induced maybe it's just a matter of just making a few changes all right <laughs> so the the naysayers say oh my mower should be out there cutting grass okay dude in our area here on the east coast you know we're very you know central mid-atlantic area here um we start mulching at least i did because i was a real business i started doing the prep work in february and i was mulching in in march yeah well that's what i'm gonna start doing you're not cutting freaking grass in march here dude <laughs> you're not you if you start april 1st it's actually colder in february here than it is in december oh typically. yeah oh yeah absolutely 100 percent is you're so it gets really cold january february here yeah so what i would do is because it's cold that makes the ground hard which actually made edging for us easier because we had a turf tech bed edger we had bed redefiners and we would actually sharpen our edging shovels yeah and so we could just slice through soil really easy because it was hard just on the surface and then and it'll yeah. a nice edge so i would send out crews and go do all the edging and do all the cleanups and all that and then we'd start mulching right behind them so in this terrain area geographic area those mowers are just sitting yeah and so for like four to six weeks throw cartmate on there delaware new york pennsylvania virginia west virginia kentucky indy uh, uh, michigan tennessee At north south rate, carolina the cartmate comes really in handy when you have like a dump trailer your low profile dump trailer sure. and you could just take the cartmate right up into the back of it dump it and then back right out 100 that, that's where that comes into play guys build ramps and they go from the dump trailer into the back of their truck uh, a little sketchy to me i've seen i've seen them by these big ramps oh, i wouldn't doubt it just to me that just would i don't know the angle freaks me out yeah so okay especially well that's also because i'm solo but that's fine i mean to each their own but um that's the big one everybody's like oh you know my mowers this that the next thing they're, they're, they're supposed to be cutting grass okay first off you got to stop looking at a mower as a lawnmower yeah it is a piece it's of a tool it's a tool it's a piece of metal that if you use it it will just make you money it's an, i use my mowers just without a leaf plow as a leaf plow sure be very careful with that that's how you start fires yeah i've done it so well as soon as it's done i literally back away blow it off real because i keep the backpack on me good. and then i blow it off good that's that i've burnt mowers to the ground doing that um the other one i hear is um the strain on the mower yeah so like we've kind of already addressed that so when you're not um using the power of the engine to you know power the blades that power can be used to help supplement the the energy going to the the pumps and the motors in the mower yeah well people are always worried about overheating but how are they going to overheat it when it slips yeah if it doesn't get traction then how does it overheat so you can't have somebody say it's going to overheat when it, when the other one's saying it's not going to get any traction 
So here's the reality. And this, this information came from Ed Wright himself. He goes, dude, listen. That's why I'm poking these questions Right, that's here. what I want you to do. That's what I want you to do. So the, the other one is transportation. Don't let me forget that one. So when it comes I to... I got to pay, though. Go. So when it comes to the overheating situation with these pumps and motors and all that, now, let's. if you go buy a zero-turn mower from, say, Tractor Supply, okay, first off, you're not a landscape mowing professional. You are just a guy cutting grass or a kid getting started. No offense, that's where you're at. Those are not true professional units, at least in our area. I've never seen, you know, big, huge commercial, actual commercial mowers. So understand the limitations of your equipment. If you're driving around in a CRV Honda with a single axle little trailer in the back, Bro, love you. Great hustle. Good job getting started. We all get started somewhere, but you are not a true, true, true company professional where you, yes, you're cutting grass. Yes, you're making money. Yes, you're putting food on the table. That's great. Good job. But a true professional has set equipment to do said job correctly. It's kind of like here at Dawson Manufacturing. We have lasers and powder coating booths and the best welders and fume extractors and uh, plasma tube cutters. I mean, we have a we have a uh, air compressor here, a, a screw, you know, uh, rotary air compressor that costs fifty thousand dollars. Right? That's a true, true company. These other people that try to mimic us and all that, they don't even go. I'm gonna tell you this. Anybody that wants to talk about us and SmartGate, I get so sick of hearing about this. Just go on Google, find their their Google location or whatever, and just click on it and look to see what you find. It's the dude's house. Did you just hear what I just said? No. Okay. Don't worry about it. It is, it is it is it baffles my mind when people start getting on us about oh you cost too much or this or that this company's cheaper. The reason they're cheaper is because you go on Google and you find the dude. I'm talking about SmartGate. If you Google SmartGate, oh. the the address is his house mm. and his eleven kids. Oh dinner. That's lunch just came up. In that's that. that's not a that's not a business. Yeah. And I was talking about you know people that get started say like that crv honda right there if he's towing a single axle trailer congratulations you've you've created yourself a job and a little bit of income but that's not a real business yeah it's just not and so we're talking about the mowers that you find at like tractor supply Mm. those aren't commercial grade mowers yeah unless there's a tractor supply somewhere that's specializing well i know there's one up in westminster that does like deal kabotas sure i do know that sure there's gonna be some of them out there but i'm talking about real commercial mowers. yeah it's not a matter of do you find a tractor supply there is the right standard b yes they call that a commercial mower but it's not yeah well you also have they even say like it's it is a low-end commercial it's it has the commercial features of the deck not necessarily the deck design because it's arrow core for the right and there's a couple small differences where they were able to cut the costs. Right, the thickness of metal and the exactly pu- the, the the whole drivetrain of those things is just not what a ZK is. Yeah, they took the basics of you need a motor, you need mo like um, hydros to hydros, move, yep. and then you need the deck and mm-hmm. the blades. That's yep. basically all you need. You got a couple of pulleys, you pull a. Uh, a, uh, well, God damn, what the the blade engagement um, a PTO. button? Yeah, PTO. Couldn't think of the name of it. Pull a PTO, starts the blades, push it, turns them off, turn the key off, mowers off. Yeah, so like not, it's just it's very simple basics right, of a mower. Right. So not all mowers are created equal. So this whole conversation of you're going to blow up the the hydros of a mower. Okay, 
let's just say you're right. Let's just go down that road. Yeah. If you were going to do that, you're not going to do it right out of the gate. It's going to take some time to wear those suckers out. Don't care what model you do. If you wear out a set of pumps, let's just say a year early, but you're out there hustling that some bitch for three, four years. Instead of you getting five years out of it, you get four years out of it, and you spend $800 on, on pump, pump and motor or something, I guarantee you that cart mate has made you 100,000-fold yeah. on those stupid pumps and motors. you gotta got to understand something. When it comes to these mowers, they are nuts and bolts and a couple components. That's all they are. Suck, bang, boom. That's Yeah, that's all the motor suck, is. Suck, bang, blow. Yeah, suck, bang, blow. So when it comes to, you know, replacing a part, who the fuck cares? It's like, oh, I bought this steel concrete cutting thing, and I, I expect the blade to last forever. No dipshit. Shiny. It's that shiny syndrome bullshit. It, it is just a tool. It is just an item that will get thrown away eventually or sold or recycled or whatever stop getting so caught up in i'm trying to keep this nice and just worry about how much money does this piece of equipment make me yeah that's it and yeah okay so if i had to change the way i run my matrix a little bit to add in a cart mate and it wears it out an extra year early but i've made an extra 80 100 200 dollars of the stupid cart and i've had to replace my let's say it's 1200 dollars for pumps do the math dude yeah it's not that hard it's am i wrong it's simple it's very simple. Uh, two plus two equals four in this case. Like that's literally all it is. And then the other thing too is people see it as how it can affect their business now. Cool. Just just think about how it affects your business now. Say you go home a couple hours earlier, or you make a couple extra hundred dollars profit at the end. There's two scenarios here. Either mm-hmm. you can go home and spend more time with your family, or you go out and do another job because you have the time and availability to do so, therefore allowing you to exponentially change the amount of work and money that you're able to make. And why are you working anyway? To make money. To make money. Provide for your family. And and the goal here is, is not just to make money. It's to make the most amount of money per second humanly possible. Yeah. Versus. Per hour. Per second. Yeah. It all freaking matters. Think about Jeff Bezos. I mean, dude's making a couple thousands per second. Oh, tens of thousands probably per second. Yeah, so it's like, do the math. If you want to but be a how do you do it? How does he do it? He leverage. puts the tools in place to create the leverage to then copy and paste what he's been doing to then make the money that he makes. There's no difference in landscaping versus that. Yeah. You need the tools to create the leverage to then create, to complete a task to get paid and all you're trying to do is multiply the amount of tasks you get done without wearing yourself out yeah so look at it as a way what's going to benefit you best what are you looking for at the end of the day right. if you're looking for more profit cart mates your tool that's it if you're looking for more time with your family at the end of the day it is this is your tool that's it you know i'm i was able to myself do six yards of mulch in a third of the time and then i went out and did another job that was eight yards mm-hmm. and i did that in half the time mm-hmm. so i was able to come home at five o'clock versus being out for two days doing two jobs with more freaking money in your pocket and less back pain yeah and what? that's the other thing too is think about the strain you're putting on your body you'll never get that body landscaping is not easy for the week no it's not you know and granted yet yeah, every joe Schmo can go out buy a mower cut a lawn anybody Maybe. can do it it's Maybe. very easy yep now, it's a matter of how do you make the leverage and make the systems and make the profit to be able to do so. 
in this sense, for mulch, for moving debris around the yard, any of those pro or yeah, projects. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the other word was. Um, anyway, for any of those projects, the cart mate is the tool for that. Period. There's nothing better. There's nothing less expensive that equals it. Yeah. It's just and then okay, just a little shameless plug here. If you ran like a dual pod or tripod or lighting LED lighting system for mowers, if you put that on there, like this time of year, this is coming out in February, right? Dude, you can knock out a few extra jobs in the evening or early in the morning when you just you're sitting around your thumb up your butt doing nothing. You can get those jobs done a lot easier, a lot quicker. Customers happier because their their project's done faster. I had my windows tinted today. It was done in like an hour and a half. I was so happy. Yeah, it wasn't long because you what dropped it off this morning. Ten fifteen, and by eleven thirty, it was done. Yeah, I like that. As a consumer, I like the speed. I it it makes me feel better that it's getting done quicker, right? So, guys that are listening, if you're doing landscaping and you're moving any kind of material, anything around, you can do it with a cart mate. Yeah. It's oh the other one. The guys are like oh you know. This is, this is the other rebuttal I hear. I, you know, the mowers are out there mowing. Okay. The used mower that you threw away, you could have put in a couple hundred bucks and used that one. Or you don't have an extra mower, go buy a used one on Facebook Marketplace. Or you don't use the 36 all the time. Or you don't use X mower all the time. and you have, Or you have backup mowers. Right. I had backup mowers at my landscape company all the time because they would get old. I retire them. And then it's like, oh, you know what I could do? I could throw a new hydro pump in that thing. Or... I throw a new wheel bearing on it, or I throw whatever else on it. I don't need the blades to work. I just need the stupid power plant to push the darn thing. Exactly. Throw a set of tires on. You can buy them on Amazon. Use a couple of wrenches. You can throw new tires on it in no time. Yeah. If it's an old mower that you threw away and the blades don't work, or you who cares? You don't have to put, or you don't want to put the money into doing that. Throw a battery on the son bitch. Better just take the freaking deck off and use it as a. It's a moving unit. I used to use my. I'm not even kidding. I used to use this 36B that I have. I would move a. I think it was an eight by ten trailer around all the time. Mm -hmm. It would just drop it on a hitch and around the yard. There you go. It's not that hard. It's it, a great tool, and it's a one man operation thing that any ding dong can run and use. And what you don't realize is, being that it's an articulating cart, it doesn't bend in the center. Yeah. So it's stiff. It's very. How easy is it to maneuver? Dude, I have no problem with it by myself. No. Credit, beginning breaking period, little stiff. Sure. Outside of that, very easy. Sure. Well, it's like, it, it's no different. Driving it is no different than driving a truck in a trailer. Yeah. It, it's going to drive differently than when you drive your truck without the trailer. You have to drive it a little differently, but it being out in front of you like that, I mean, you can sit there and do donuts all night long. Yeah, you're able to see the objects versus like when you're driving a trailer behind you. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to hit that curb. Yeah, you don't know if what's on the right side or the left side, depending on what you're, how you're backing up with this yeah. thing. Dude, it's super easy. And, and we really barely touched on it. So the legs fold in. We didn't really touch on this one much, and I'll just kind of throw this in there. The legs are as wide as the rear tires, right? The reason that is is so it, it doesn't spill. It doesn't flip over on that crazy terrain like the trailer we were talking about earlier. Yeah. That's why they're so darn wide. It's like a spider. Right? It's got the big old legs hanging out there. So that's that's Cartmate Pro in a nutshell, guys. I, I think that we've gone over pretty much everything. Is there anything that we missed? Like, I, I feel like there's more people, naysayers that say stuff that I'd love to address. <sighs> Not that I could think of. We went over rigidity, backstory, the knuckle, the legs, the frame, the pivot point. I mean, we also have added options like the double dump. The mm -hmm. I mean, We didn't really get into that, but all that really does is just give you the extra 
It pretty much throws the. Um, Let's just talk about it. We, it doesn't cost us anything to talk about it real quick. So the double dump is an is an option that attaches to the tub. Yeah. And the the issue with what's the standard dump angle? Almost ninety degrees. Okay. the The reason that we added that was okay. For every action, there's a there's an equal and opposite reaction. Good old physics. Right. So when the tub goes up, and it's basically sitting at ninety degrees, what would happen is is the mulch or dirt or all that would just pile up right in front of it and it wouldn't all come out of it because there's no there's no clearance right and and we we sacrificed that for keeping it nice and low yeah and the pivot point of the tub also affected that as well so what we thought we did is we found like this really perfect like middle ground between all three different you know physical things that i just it's like okay there's there's a pyramid in life, right? And the pyramid life is if you want if you want something, you can get it cheap, fast, and high quality, right? Yeah. You can you only get two. two. You can only get two of those. So you, you can get fast and quality, but it's not cheap. If you want it cheap and fast, and the quality sucks, right? So that's that yeah. trifecta. So in this, that's what we were dealing with. The double dump is something that'd be a fun marketing slogan to go about like just throw it on your website and you like you have the tr- the pyramid yeah pick and just three. pick two yeah well yeah pick pick two well when you come to ultimate you got all three sucker um just saying that we nailed all three with the ultimate we do we we have it um but uh the double dump was something that i came up with that it was like i i'd heard enough people go or i'd seen it on youtube or or, or social media where they dump it, and then you see them; their hands scoop it, and I'm screaming at the phone, get on the tractor and back up. It'll all fall out. That's what I do all the time. People are just uh, – I'm just going to say it. They're dumb. It's just – they don't think. They just react. Part of this part of this podcast for me is to spread the awareness of quit reacting. Use your damn brain. Yeah, be proactive. Be proactive. I say that all the time around here, right? So when it came to that, I said, okay – what can I build to sell to these guys that will help? Because I can't fix everybody that doesn't listen to me yeah. or implement what I say. So I have to build products that do it for them. That's why it's automate, mulch mate, cart, cart mate. Snow mate. Right. So the double dump, what it does is that when you flip the tub up, it goes up to that 90 degree angle and then it has another pivot point and it trips and it falls. The whole entire tub pretty much collapses on itself yeah it, it folds flat over and almost lays flat on the ground almost it's i don't know what degree that is that must be like it it's, must it's not 180 it's like 160 150 ish yeah 155 it's in that range it's it's traveling like 155 160 degrees yeah it's 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 way over and once you do that it fully empties itself completely period end of story nice label by the way on your water I didn't turn it for me. Wait for it. My man. <laughs> CTO. My man. I went over to Jamie and I was like, hey, can you print me a label? Because Sam did it on his. And I was like, oh, that's a smart idea. I should probably do it on mine. Mm-hmm. So I did the same thing and I was like, put CTO on there. <laughs> you know what we're thinking about doing? We're, we're talking about starting to do all of our decal printing in-house. Ooh. So Jamie found like a $20,000 printer he wants to buy and we're going to do all the decals in house. That'd be sweet. That would be very sweet. So guess like, what? I'm having you put one on my truck. Yeah, I could do all Powered that. Powered by Dawson Manufacturing. Yeah, so like if a, if a company called up and they're like, hey, can you put the you know my company logo on the back of the Multimate when they purchase it? We go, sure. It's a $500 upcharge or whatever. We just throw it through the system, print it out. Justin puts it on. That's simple. Cool. So anyway, the, the double dump is something you can buy and put on at any point in time on the Cartmate Pro. 
it allows the whole system to dump out super easy. Um, it's a really nice little system. Uh, very robust, very thick metal, very simple to install. Drill a couple holes. There's a strap that you have to wrap around. It's got a bungee to it, so it doesn't like, flop around everywhere. Um, I really like it. I think it's very, very smart. Very, very smart little system. So um, outside of that, guys, the only last thing I want to leave you with is we have some dealers around the country that have them in stock. Um, call us. We can tell you where they are. I'm not going to go through that right now. If you want to buy it directly from us, you can. You can go on Amazon. You can go on Track Supply. You can go on Ballard Inc. Are they on Amazon? Yeah, they're on Amazon. They're on Ballard Inc. Yeah, BallardInc.com. Um, Ballard-Inc. Ballard-Inc. I'd prefer all y'all to buy it directly from us, right from UltimateUSA.com. But if you've got some loyalty somewhere else and most brother love, whatever, it's fine. Um, here's the deal. It ships freight. Okay? Yes. Freight's not cheap. It's going to be a couple hundred bucks, maybe three. Okay, it's just the way the world is now. I'm sorry. It's, it's, that's why I developed RS. RS ships UPS. So when you get home, it's sitting in your front door. That's the beauty of that. It's pretty, it, they're really not that heavy. What's that, the RS? Yeah. No, they're not. They, but that, the point of it is, is that you can. They're just, they're awkward. They're just, awkward. Yeah, that's all ship. I got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when it comes to shipping, it's like, it's just very annoying. But anyway, think of it this way, guys. Say tonight, you've heard this podcast, you're like, damn, Nick got me sold. Kyle's got me sold. I'm going to buy a Cartmate Pro. Here's how this is going to look. You're going to go on our website. You're going to multimateusa.com. You're going to go to the store. You're going to click on the the, uh, the little categories tab. You're going to go down to Cartmate. Click on Cartmate. It's then going to take you and it's going to show you Cartmate. It's going to show you all the different options. You just pick. Once you have that, then you need a, a hitch mate for your for your mower. Go on. There's a there's a um, a chart that shows you all the different hitch mates on there. It's like a little spreadsheet. Find your mower. Find the hitch. Go back to that categories tab. Click on that. Go to the hitch mate front. This will all be changing soon too. So we'll yeah, be, working on an even we're, better system. We're making something a lot easier, so you can just click, boom, done. Yeah, and we're just I'm just telling you exactly how to do this right now. Yeah, today. So this spring, this if this is what you want, this is how you do it. Then you get your your hitch mate. You add it to your cart. You go to your cart. You can either go through like PayPal. You can finance it through PayPal credit, which I've actually done for my Audi parts. What's the other? A firm? Is that another one? Something like that. I don't know if we have that on our website yet. No, I don't think so. I think it's just PayPal. It's just easy. Okay. Um, if you don't have PayPal account, you should have one. Um, <laughs> get get all that. Pay for it. What what we do is we can ship it to your door, but it's very expensive. I really highly recommend don't do that. What I say is, is that have it delivered to the local terminal. You can choose on this on the website. Yeah. Have it delivered to the local terminal closest to you. The reason I say that is you save some money, but then you can go pick it up almost whenever you want because a lot of the shipping companies are open really late. Yeah. I've picked up stuff from terminals my whole life. And you could work all day, cut off at like 4 or 5 o'clock, hit Chick-fil-A up on the way to your the terminal, eat your you know spicy chicken sandwich and your sweet tea and then go to the terminal they'll slide that son of a bitch right in the back of your truck it's not that hard you don't even need a forklift get home you could literally put it together in the back of your truck you could put this thing in a crv if you wanted it's just a small little tub yeah they could keep the pallet for all i care and all you care really um and then when you get home you just all the parts and components are in the tub so you pull them out you put the hitch mate on the um the mower first put the knuckle on Put the. Um, it is much easier to do it this way, by the way. That way, it's. You listen get to the, me. Yeah, listen to me. Do yeah, it this way. Listen. Hitch mate on the mower first. Put the knuckle into the hitch mate, put the pin in it. Take the main frame of the Cartmate Pro and put the legs on it and the wheels, right? All that goes on. It just slides on. Do not use a hammer. Twist it. Okay? Just back and forth, back and forth, and it'll just slide right down. Do not use a hammer. 
put the clips in. Now you have a rolling chassis. Take the chassis, put the Heim joint in it. Do not thread it all the way in. It should thread all the way to like, you'll see like three-eighths of an inch of threads showing. Take that, put it in the top of the knuckle between the UHMW um, paddles, and then take what I do is I take a two-by-four and a hammer, and I just hammer the spine all the way down till it lines up and put the bolt through. Yeah. Not that hard. Put the tub on, bolt it down, you're done. It'll take you 20 minutes. What does it take? 20 minutes? 30 minutes? I don't know. Sam made mine. Okay. <laughs> it's really... When you do it the way I just explained it to you, it's super, super, super yeah. easy. I mean, when we, we, when we did them at Equip, because this year we assembled everything at the show, mm-hmm. that's about as long as it took. The that's only problem we had was getting the Heim joint in, but that's because we didn't have a hammer and a 2 by 4 that we could use. Mm-hmm. Could they use a mallet? Sure. It, the only thing you're going to damage is the powder. Yeah. You're never going to break the mower. I'm just saying, because you're saying you don't use a hammer. If people needed to use something, more than likely use a, a mallet. The, what it's I'm saying is, you, you could, like, I would personally take a 2x4 and a BFH. Yeah. If people don't know what a BFH is, it's a big fucking hammer. <laughs> he said that one day. He's like, you know what that is? I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm not a, lot of people, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. So just put a 2x4 down and just beat the crap out of it because it is tight. It's designed to be tight. It's it's designed that way to be like a shock absorber. Yeah. So when you're going across the yard, I don't want that thing just bouncing all over the place. It's meant to squeeze it and keep it tight. And then yeah. over, over time, it, it chills out a little bit. Um, and it falls after two months of use. It it falls in this like very nice sweet spot where it's like yeah. it works perfectly right. So yeah, there's not as much wear and tear, and then it 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 settles. It's called breaking it in. Yes. So, um, with that said, guys, that's it. That's the Cartmate Pro. I can't believe we just talked an hour and twenty one minutes. About it really Cartmate didn't Pro. feel like it. It didn't because it's it's there's so much to it, but then it's so simple at the same time. We're just trying to explain to you the view and yeah. how, and how to see it. Um, with that said, I just want to make sure everyone understands. I'm not against Toro. I like Toro. Tor's a great company. Hopefully they buy me one day for hundreds of millions of dollars like <laughs> they did with Vermeer and all them. Um, but with that said, I hope they have a lot of success with the Multiforce. I owned them. I liked them. Um, but outside of that, guys, the Cartmate Pro, you can find it at mulchmateusa.com along with the Cartmate RS, the dual pod tripods, heated hand grips, Truckmate, Mulchmate. Uh, what am, I, am I missing anything? There's the whole lineup of Hitchmates. I feel like I'm missing something. There's a lot of products. Just go to Multimate USA. Find the stuff you love. If you have any questions, hit Kyle and I up at... We have hats. Hey, yeah, we have hats, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit us up at hey, H-E-Y, fastlane at gmail.com. Um, if you're looking to get in touch with me, um, I am Mr. Nick Carlson on Instagram, Nick Carlson on LinkedIn. Uh, make sure you go check us out at, you know, the, the Mulchmate Instagram, Dawson MFG Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I hate saying TikTok. Not a fan of saying that. Um, and there's actually a new there's a new social media platform I'm actually thinking about jumping on before everybody else I'm not going to tell you what it is yet do you know what it is have I told you probably not ah see I'm, I'm cutting I'm an old dude cutting edge um, still can't figure out how to use a computer or spell <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's called dyslexia yeah and not, I have it too not wrong uh, outside of that guys go to YouTube check out mulchmate slash Dawson MFG uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel we're going to start I, I actually told lunch uh, at lunch today I told Kyle he's going to be taking over all this in I need him to juggle both for a little while until we get him full-time on it because I, I think he's going to do really, really well in that position. It's going to be uh, a slow start, but we're going to get into it. I want everybody to go to heyfastlane at gmail.com and tell Kyle he needs to take it over. How about that? I like it. Let's just do that. And tell me what you want me to blow up with the laser. Yes. we're gonna, he, he has this idea. He wants to blow things up with the laser and film it and put it on our YouTube channel and our 
socials. And like shorts and sure. reels and stuff like that. Yeah, the like first that. thing I think of is I want to blow up a can of paint. <laughs> um, you know what we can do? We can, we can We're going to need a blast shield for that. We could put in a um, – it'll just go everywhere. Um, I was watching American Chopper years ago, and they used to fill up like trash bags full of, I think um, – I don't know. Is it argon? Nitrogen? I don't know what it is. And you uh, you take a torch, and you like hit it, and it just goes, wha-boom. Or no, they put it in a pipe. pipe. They put it in a pipe. I gotta, I gotta watch Merrick Chopper again and figure out. How I know Paul... hydrogen's explosive. You know? Yeah, but most but, gases are. But um, argon's not really that reactive. I don't think it's argon. It's not argon. It's got to be nitrogen or oxygen. Maybe it's both. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Settling. He would use settling torch and just fill up a pipe with it, and he would just take the torch and light it. Go, boom! And it would just shoot shit out of the end of the pipe. It was great. My little potato gun. I loved American Chopper. The the reason I am who I am today, honestly, a lot of it comes from American Chopper because <laughs> I just loved how they created stuff. It was great. I I really enjoyed it. Anyway, this is officially the longest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, check out Carlson Coaching, and then we'll leave it there. Actually, we've been working on Carlson Coaching to make it better. Ooh. So we, we were working on it this morning. I was doing a bunch of stuff to it. trying to. I was testing out text messages and emails and different, like, I'm going to add GIFs to text messages. So when you, like, try to get in touch with us, it'll send you a GIF of me doing something funny or whatever. Um, but we're just trying to make it better and better every single day. So, guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Kyle and I have a meeting to go to, and we will catch you guys later. Oh, yeah. Don't miss me too much. Peace out, Mulchmate.